I was, I was inspired today on the Pentecost to step out a bit onto the ledge and trust the Holy Spirit a bit more. So, so a Catholic priest and Lutheran minister walk into a bar, and one of them ducks. I don't know. All right, that's all I got. Uh, okay, so I didn't go to a bar recently, but I did have beers with a Lutheran. Yes, a Lutheran minister indeed. Um, very recently, I reconnected with someone that I've known, uh, that I knew way back in the day, someone that I knew way back in high school, class of 01. Uh, we were just two idiots back then, you know, a couple fellow heathens in, uh, at Hudson High School. But through providential reasons, weird, God is good kind of reasons, I don't know, I found out not only does he live down the street that I could walk to his house, that's so close, not only does he, is he friends with some parishioners that I, that I know here, uh, he's also in the same area doing all kinds of like great ministry in the inner city, in, um, in the urban, right? He runs a community center with the Lutheran Church for troubled youths, youths that have like broken homes, uh, who struggle with crime, with violence, with drug addiction. And really his focus is bringing them to Jesus through friendship, by just showing these youths that they're there and that they care. And just the other night, uh, we solidified our bond by cracking a beer together, and, and we were just talking about all God's done to get us where we are now, and how ministry and discipleship is life. That is life. So I'm just thankful for this unexpected relationship. And the word that came to my mind, came to my heart, when I was praying about this day and these scriptures was unity. Unity. It's like something that's always in my heart, you know, that this that this Holy Spirit uh, is simply a bond of unity. It's, the Holy Spirit is formed by love that's shared between God the Father, God the Son, and then sent out here to us so we can share with that. And so we always pray for the Holy Spirit to help us, right? Uh, we pray for help to get up in the morning. We pray for inspiration, for peace, uh, for wisdom, for courage. Um, consolation, love, all these things are meant for ourselves. All these things lead to unity. So, yeah, when God reconciles us to himself, he reconciles us to one another. So the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, is also the giver of unity. He comes to bring us together. We know because we're here today. And in the book of Genesis, uh, the Tower of Babel, great... Um, true story that tells us about God, right? In, the, in Babel, all the people were trying to ascend, build themselves up together, right? Trying to unite and find greatness together, but it was united in pride, right? And so God saved them from themselves by confusing their speech and dividing them. But his plan was to bring unity. He knew that when he caused division to help them, he would bring unity again and it would be his work, and it would be in his timing. And here we are, right? The Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit was the healing of that wound of division that humankind, humankind makes for itself. And it's also the Pentecost is the, the beginning of the life of the church. 
it was the moment that Catholicism started. It was the moment that the universality of our church was one, right? Same spirit, same love for all the nations. And that was when that unity among the body of Christ was made possible. How else could we? Through Jesus, through the bond of the Holy Spirit. And every time that the words of the Last Supper are prayed and Jesus comes down and is made present here on this altar, like we pray immediately after, in some words or another, that partaking in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't want to sound like Bishop Harris. Amen. Amen. God is good. All the time. God is good. Uh, all right, whatever. All right, so um, where is it going with that? All right, so until we're one in heaven, that's our prayer every time we come for Mass, right? Until we're one in heaven, the Holy Spirit's work isn't done. That's it. The differences are guaranteed. Guaranteed. And divisions... They hurt and they stink, but they, divisions will always remain. Uh-huh. So the question is for us, will we aid the work of the Holy Spirit to bring unity, or will we get in his way? Because whenever we hold, we know this, whenever we hold, you know, like, division, right, in our hearts, it hurts that bond, that Holy Spirit that wants to bring peace. It hurts it. It hurts our heart. And so... Whenever we foster um, or harbor resentments against, uh, against our family, against our spouse, against our friends, even against our enemies, we don't leave any room for peace when we're harboring that. And when we foster division, accept division rather, um, among people, among races, among different religions, uh, if we accept division within our own city and our community and our country and among the world and among Christians and among, God forbid, accept and foster division within our own church, like the body of Christ, like the Holy Spirit can't help us as much as he wants to if we're not helping the whole body. If we don't welcome, if we want to welcome the peace and the love the Holy Spirit brings, it's so we welcome the unity that God wants among us. So maybe we're not perfect. Well, no, we're not perfect. But in our hearts, will we, will, do we desire to be um, a unifier for people or do we, are we okay with being a divider for people? Because the goal of the spiritual life the goal of our spirituality is one. It's that simple. One. Like with God. One with one another. That is our goal. Just one. And we're promised in Scripture that those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. And it's through the Spirit of adoption and the Spirit of love and the Spirit of unity that one voice we cry out. Abba, Father, may we be one. Holy Spirit, come.